0: Here comes Brandon. Thank you for joining us today Mr. Mr. Brian Howell. Um what is your favorite memory from covering
1: from your time covering the Buffaloes? Well, I'd have to say, you know, over the last 10 years, certainly the 2016 season uh was the only winning season I've covered. So, uh that was my bet, my favorite memory and uh covering that team in general, but I think uh the Utah game at the end of that season uh, you know when they were able to clinch the Pac-12 South title, and uh, you know watching all those guys, Cephalu uh Philip Lindsay, all those guys, uh, you know, celebrate that—that that was probably my favorite memory.
0: You mentioned um the, you mentioned Utah and beating them. What what um what really stood out in that game to you?
1: Just the way you know CU was so different that year as far as like how they fought in games and how they they battled and their, their toughness was something we hadn't seen in a long time and they needed that in that game and it was uh not the prettiest game offensively but defense showed up and i remember you know Kenneth Olbottie um, having a, a, a big touchdown in that in that game and uh bay chasing down uh, uh a, a Utah guy on a kickoff return and uh, just guys their stars stepped up and made plays and um and then of course at the end of the game the fans rush in the field and uh just the celebration that we hadn't seen at Folsom in a long time
0: the Utah game was a lot of fun to watch Um, what was it like when the fans when the fans stormed the field after the win
1: well you know for me as reporter it was uh trying to scramble and get done and so um I saw most of that later when I watched uh a broadcast and you know because I was so focused on getting the story done but uh you know, watching some of the videos and things, you could just see the, the pure elation, uh, obviously on the, on the fans, but you know, for the players, uh, you know, those are the kids that I knew. And so to see them celebrate and enjoy that moment, uh, was really cool.
0: I hope we can get back to the, to the days when the buffs are on top and have more moments like that in the near future.
1: Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> well, you wrote a great book and I have it right here. Um, the first chap the first couple of chapters i really like the most um it was coach it was my grandpa coach mac and uh winning the national championship how how well do you know my grandpa and what interactions do you have with him
1: well i see why those are your favorite chapters since those are about him but uh you know unfortunately i haven't really had a chance to to meet coach mac or get to know coach mac very well um you know i've been around the program the last 10 years or so i've gotten to know him a little bit but you know, obviously, as you know, as he's dealt with with Alzheimer's and uh, and struggled with that, I uh, haven't really had a chance to really get to know him as much as I would like to. But um, you know, have I've certainly had some awesome opportunities to chat with him, hear him speak, and uh, a great man to be around. And I've never met a player that hasn't said anything good about uh, Coach Mack. And
0: you haven't met a grandson either, if he has not said anything <laughs> bad about him. <laughs> so what 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 is your favorite? Um, what are some
1: of your favorite memories of the Coach Mack era? Well, you know, that I was growing up. I was in high school at that time when they won the national title. And so, uh, you know, and it's funny because I grew up liking CU, but also Notre Dame. And so those two years back to back, they played Notre Dame in the Orange Bowl. And, uh, you know, I remember I, I, I was leaning towards CU because Notre Dame had won the national title the year before in, in 1988. So, I was like, all right, well, it's CU's turn now. So uh, I was leaning more towards CU, but um, I remember certainly those teams there, uh, you know, all those guys, Darian Hagen, you know, Eric enemy guys like that. And what's been cool for me is uh, really getting to know guys like Hagan in the last several years, a guy that, uh, you know, I watched and um, I don't want to say idolized, but looked up to a little bit, you know, in high school. And here was this, Tremendous star for CU, and I've gotten to know him pretty well in the last few years. So uh, it's been fun reliving some of that through him and some of those other guys. What's it like being able to
0: cover Dar- Darian Hagan, who was one of your one one of the guys you looked up to in high school?
1: Yeah, it's funny because uh, I've you know I've just I've talked to him so much and gotten to know him that uh, he's just a guy to me now, (laughs) you know, and it's it's still Darian Hagan, but it's funny how these people are, they're just guys, right. They're just regular people. And uh, you know, he, he's a really good guy. I I enjoy uh, talking with him. Um, Great athlete. And it's remarkable talking to him about uh, running backs because he knows football really well. And although he played quarterback, obviously being an option quarterback, he, he knows how to run the football. So um, talking football with him is really fun. And uh, it's been fun to see him uh, go through some personal change as well, with uh, you know having a new son in the last couple of years. So uh, it's been fun getting to know him.
0: I, I I was able to meet him when we played Michigan in 2016. I agree with you. He he is a great guy and a great athlete. Um, I have a question about your book. So you you referenced you referenced the Nebraska rivalry in 62 to 36. Those are some great memories in the, the Colorado-Nebraska rivalry. What are, what are some other memories that you have covering the Buffaloes and the Nebraska-Colorado rivalry?
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny because I started covering them. Uh, the first year I really started covering them was the last year of the Big 12. So I haven't seen a whole lot of uh, Nebraska games in person. Uh, so really it was 2010, which didn't go well for the Buffs, and then these, these last two years, which have gone well. Uh, so most of my memories from Nebraska are, you know, Eric B. scoring four touchdowns in 1990 out, out in Lincoln and uh, the pitch from Darian Hagan back in 89. But the, the two games these last two years in 2018 and 2019 were pretty awesome. And You know, being out uh, in Lincoln in 2018 when uh, Stephen Montez threw the touchdown pass to LaVisca Chenault uh, to win the game. And then, and then a year ago out in uh, Folsom Field, James Stefano kicks the game-winning field goal. Uh, to win that one, and, and the Buffs come back from 17 nothing down. Those were pretty awesome games. Unfortunately,
0: I wasn't alive for uh, most of the moments you talked about, but the last, two game, the last two games against Nebraska last year in 2018 were a lot of fun to celebrate, and I think that the catch that LaVisca had was
1: one of my favorite touchdowns in Colorado history. Yeah, that was a great catch. I mean, you couldn't have put that ball... Any better than where Steven put it, and uh, and uh, Laviska made made a great catch. Uh, that was a, that was an awesome game and a great comeback for the Buffs there. And
0: it is it it is also a lot of fun to beat Nebraska, as my grandpa says, "I'd I'd rather be
1: dead than run." <laughs> I have heard him say that many times. In fact, I believe it was uh the last time I listened to him speak was the week of that game. I think he came and. And uh, talked to the, did the press conference that week. So, um, you know he he's very passionate about Nebraska and against Nebraska.
0: <laughs> Speaking of my grandfather, I'm dying to ask you: Does he wire fire and
1: inspire you? <laughs> you know it's funny because when I have heard him speak, yes, I have walked out of uh, rooms after he's, after he has spoken and, and thought, man, I wish I could go play a game for him right now. You know because uh, he just. He gets you going, and, uh, you know, I've had a chance to listen to him, you know, three or four times, you know, kind of stand up and give a speech, and um, it's, it's pretty awesome.
0: Like I said, uh, you you mentioned play, you mentioned you want to play for me. You mentioned when my grandpa talks, you want to go out and play for him. But I, unfortunately, I was not able to watch my grandpa coach, but from what people say, that from what people say that their favorite memories are from my grandpa's coaching days, I really want to relive those days and maybe have the opportunity to play for him
1: if I could. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, the the most things, the things I hear the most about him are the speeches that he made and the words that he would say to people to inspire them. It wasn't so much, not saying that he wasn't good at this, but I don't often hear people talk about decisions he made on game day and things like that it's what made him a great coach was how he inspired people
0: i know he inspires me and the players too um so outside of Folsom field where 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 is your favorite place you like to go to cover the games
1: well honestly the most exciting game the most exciting stadium i've been in while covering cu is lincoln um you know, I mean, the, the atmosphere there is uh, I, I think second to none. I mean, it, it's pretty awesome there. And um, it, if you take out any hatred for Nebraska, you have to appreciate the fact that that place is so red and that they're so passionate about their fans. Um, around the Pac 12, I think Utah's a lot of fun, I think Oregon's a lot of fun, uh, Seattle's a great place. Uh, you know, Husky Stadium there. Uh, there's some stadiums in the Pac 12 that um are kind of dead and not, not super exciting, like Stanford. and uh, you know, Arizona is not, you know, doesn't stand out that much. Pullman's actually kind of an interesting spot uh, because that community there is so connected to Washington State. It's a small stadium, but they're really passionate about their team. So uh, there's some good stadiums, but I think for me, uh, the most exciting one I've been in is uh, Lincoln.
0: And unfortunately, last year when they came to Lincoln, I mean, Colorado they uh made made it feel like we were playing in lincoln and that <laughs> to me that wasn't a fun moment i i would personally rather have seen a lot more black and gold than i did see red yeah, but we did beat them so it was great
1: well and and the, the benefit to that is that yes there was more red than any buffs wanted to see but in the end the buffs took their money and then beat them so you know you look at it that way and say thank you for the money Take the L and go back to Lincoln. <laughs> You're a man of great words, Brian. <laughs> um, so
0: what should CU fans be most excited about for the present and future of the
1: Buffaloes? You know, I think my impressions so far of Coach Carl Durrell uh, are are positive, And I think that fans should be excited about him because I think that uh, he's done a great job with this team this year, uh, getting them ready through this pandemic. And, uh, you know, I think he's a guy that, he didn't wow anybody when he was hired, but I think that he's a good fit for this program. And I think people should be excited about him and at least give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he's a good fit for Colorado. And they've got some good young players, too. they got some guys who are going to be around here for a little while. You know, guys like uh, Vontae Chenault and Brendan Rice and and Jarek Broussard. And, uh, you know, Sam Neuer uh, is a 50 year senior, but he can come back next year. So uh, they got some fun guys to watch.
0: And I do think that Doral has the ability to to do what Carl to, to, Dorrell has the, I think he has the ability to make players his own and uh, help help them grow into tru, truly their own players and help them develop better. And uh, I personally, I'm looking forward to this deep group wide receivers that are freshmen, such as you mentioned, Brendan Rice and Levanta Chenault. There's also, um, can't remember his name. Actually, I think it's, No, I can't remember his name. I'm sorry. It's Lewis, I think. No, he's a quarterback.
1: Yeah, Brendan Lewis, the quarterback. You got Montana Lamonius Craig, uh, who's one of the young receivers, and uh, Maurice Bell also. Maurice Bell. uh, You know, uh, Chris Carpenter's one of the young receivers, and Keith Miller. uh, You know, they they got Keith
0: Miller.
1: Yeah, they got so many uh, good young receivers, and uh, you know, guys are gonna be here for a while. So uh, they got some weapons. I think they're gonna be fun to watch. Do you think we'll be able to call Colorado University Wide Receiver University? You got to get a little more. You got to get a few more guys in the NFL before they can do that. But I think they're on the way.
0: I think Darren Shaverina has been
1: doing a great job with them. Yeah, he has. He's he's done a good job, and I think you know Katie Nixon. If he was healthy this year, we'd be seeing uh, some good things from him, and hopefully, we will uh, the rest of the season. But uh, they got some good young guys. What are you personally most excited for for the future, of Colorado? Uh, I mean, just those things. I mean, I think Carl Durrell, um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does over the long haul. I mean, I think this year in in some ways is a throwaway year because of the pandemic and uh, eligibility doesn't count, but he's making the most of it. And I think that if they can have success this year, it's going to lay a pretty good foundation for him uh, for being here for a long time. And um, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing him be here for a while and have success because we have not seen – a coach that stayed here for a while and had success since Gary Barnett.
0: I am really hoping that Carl brings success to Colorado and hope he's here for the long term and maybe maybe, just maybe brings the championship back to Boulder, Colorado.
1: Yeah, that would be great. If nothing else, just get some bowl games, right? (laughs) I think Buff fans would take some bowls at this point. Uh, the one in 2016 was nice, but uh, the Buffs need to get there consistently. And I don't think it matters which bowl games. Just get to some bowls, have some winning seasons.
0: I am quite excited to see what Carl Durrell has in store for the Buffalos in the near future. Well, um, thank you for joining us today, Brian.
1: Is there anything else you would like to add today? Just here comes Ralphie. You are great, Brian. Thank you for joining us today. You bet. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Good meeting you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.
0: Go Buffaloes!